0: up everybody welcome to another episode of the top five at five with your host johnny quest today is tuesday june 9th here's what you missed while you were still out and about this week celebrating pride month so mask or no mask. That seems to be the question. We've been told for quite some time that we should all wear masks when in public. This was especially important because we were told that asymptomatic carriers, you know, the people that have the disease but show no signs of symptoms, well, they could easily spread the disease unknowingly. Thus, we should all wear masks just in case you have an errant sneeze while looking at the price of kumquats and someone steps into your aerosol. But then yesterday, a technical lead for the vid at the WHO, that's the WHO, World Health Organization, said in a briefing that, quote, from the data we have, it still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary individual. It's very rare. Now, several experts were immediately skeptical. For one, the WHO provided no publicly available data to back that statement up, and the statement also seemed vague about the distinction between asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic spread. Other research has shown that a person may be most infectious, judging by the level of the virus shed from their body right before symptoms appear, end quote. So, Needless to say, the world was a flitter. Do we even need to wear masks anymore? Does the WHO know what they're talking about? What exactly is going on? Who knows? Because today they held another Q&A just to clear up statements from yesterday. Quoting the Giz, the WHO walked back her earlier wording saying... It was a misunderstanding and not meant to be a new declaration of the WHO's stance. She said that her statement to a specific question was based on unpublished research that try to contact trace outbreaks as meticulously as possible, including asymptomatic cases. In those investigations, she said the occurrence of additional cases from an asymptomatic person appeared to be very rare. But on Tuesday, she acknowledged other research suggesting that the rate of patients who are asymptomatic and capable of spreading the virus could range anywhere from 16 to 40 percent, end quote. So, yeah. I guess the takeaway here is that, well, there are still a bunch of unanswered questions. More often than not, people forget that this is a novel coronavirus. Novel means... It's new. We're still learning every day. Many of the things that we think we know about the virus are probably going to change in the next few months and the years to come. That's part of the trial and error process that we call science. But for now, social distancing and precautions like mask wearing are still important, even for people who don't feel sick. Hey, like mommy always said, better to be safe than sorry. IBM sent a letter to Congress and... In it, their CEO, Arvind Krishna, said they would no longer offer or develop general-purpose facial recognition technologies. They've been one of the biggest players in the game for years now. But today, they're specifically addressing responsible use of tech by law enforcement, even citing George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and other deaths at the hand of police in the U.S. Quoting TNW, Krishna suggested that there need to be key policy changes through police reform, responsible use of Technology and broadening skills and educational opportunities. He said that IBM won't offer this technology as it might be used for mass surveillance. IBM firmly opposes and will not condone uses of any technology, including facial recognition technology offered by other vendors for mass surveillance, racial profiling, violations of basic human rights and freedoms, or any purpose which is not consistent with our values, end quote. So definitely a great first step in helping to end an act actual big brother approach to policing with many examples of potential bias by these ai algorithms and targeted profiling now on to driving that story home to their competitors as well k-pop fans they doing too much i'll admit i'm not that learned on k-pop See, I know there's BTS. I cannot remember what that stands for. And there's a lot of other mega bands that mm, kind of, Look and sound similar again to my ears and eyes. Taste is subjective, but one of the things that I do know to be true is they have legions of fans and they go hard for whatever is the current move by the bands. And with all that's been going on the last couple of weeks, these stands have been going wild on social media to help support Black Lives Matter. They took over the hashtags of White Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, they started flooding those with photos and videos of k-pop singers or they call them fan cams they responded to requests from police departments for tips on rioters with images of police brutality they made clickbait posts like They started a thread where it looks like it's going to be a story about Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Rihanna all having beef. But when you click on it, it takes you to a BLM site and points you towards donations, which is pretty powerful. Speaking of which, BTS has actually donated $1 million to Black Lives Matter. So in, quote, support of that, fans launched an effort to collectively match that donation themselves under the hashtag MatchAMillion. And as of today, they've surpassed that goal at one and a quarter million dollars with donations still rolling in according to the bts army's site for the donations the funds will be split evenly between 16 different organizations in support of advancing reform and support for people of color i had no idea this was even a possible thing but honestly thanks to the k-pop stands. And all the super fans, even the Bieber fans. You know, he actually posted on Twitter recently. Quote, I am inspired by black culture. I have benefited off of black culture. My style, how I sing, dance, perform, and my fashion have all been influenced and inspired by black culture. I am committed to using my platform from this day forward to learn, to speak up about racial injustice and systemic oppression, and to identify ways to be a part of much needed change. Okay. Now, if you remember back in 2014, there was a video of a 15 year old Beaver delivering racist jokes that dropped. Of course, he later apologized in December, of last year, Bieber actually posted on Instagram. When I was young, I was uneducated and found myself saying really hurtful things, not knowing the power of my words. Racism is still very prevalent. And I want to use my voice to remind we are all human being and all of equal value before God. He kind of Christian now, but Hey, show that support. Speaking of support, there's a dude that played in the NFL for a few years and tried to silently protest abuse by police officers by taking a knee during the anthem. And boy, did he suffer for that. The NFL basically abandoned him. And during all this that's been going on the last couple of weeks, the NFL did make a statement about the protest, but... Damn, did that sound tone deaf coming from Roger Goodell? So, quote, Brendan Minter, a creative producer at the NFL, messaged Michael Thomas. He's a teammate of Drew Brees on the Saints. Minter said he reached out because he was embarrassed by how the league hadn't condemned racism or said Black Lives Matter. Minter then pitched working together with Thomas to help make players' voices heard. And Thursday evening, joined by a number of other NFL players, they released a video now known as I am George Floyd. In it, they say a lot of things, but one of the things is that they expressed that the statement wasn't enough. They wanted the NFL to say this explicitly, quote, we the NFL condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak. Speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe Black Lives Matter. Now, Goodell himself was so moved by the video, he actually felt that they were talking to him directly. So the next day, he dropped his own video on Twitter. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of Black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out, and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe Black Lives Matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much needed change in this country. Good first step. Of course, Trumpito wasn't too happy with Goodell's statement or with Drew Brees walking back his earlier comments. Quote, I am a big fan of Drew Brees, the president said on Friday. I think he's truly one of the greatest quarterbacks, but he should not have taken back his original stance on honoring our magnificent American flag. No kneeling. Brees shot back, Mr. President. This is not an issue about the American flag. It has never been. We can no longer use the flag to turn people away or distract them from the real issues that face our black communities. We must stop talking about the flag and shift our attention to the real issues of systemic racial injustice, economic oppression, police brutality, and judicial and prison reform. We as a white community need to listen and learn from the pain and suffering of our black communities. We must acknowledge the problems, identify the solutions, and then put this into action the black community cannot do it alone this will require all of us end quote now who wrote that for him (laughs) nah i'm still not a saints fan but i might draft drew in fantasy football this year we'll see All right, want to be happy in the middle of this crisis? Well, grab your gloves, your shovel, and some soil, because according to a Princeton study, home gardening makes you happier. The study, which was conducted prior to the pandemic, surveyed 370 different people living in Minneapolis-St. Paul area on their emotional state and happiness levels throughout the day of the 370 people 118 of them were home gardening and these home gardeners reportedly had high levels of happiness when gardening was measured against other day-to-day activities this quote emotional well-being or ewb that the study tracked was higher for vegetable gardeners than for ornamental gardeners Now, this might be because of the relationship you build with vegetable plants as you watch them grow and mature over the course of the planting season. The author goes on household gardening is the only activity in this study where women and low income participants report higher EWB than men and medium high income participants, respectively. Many studies have also assessed that being in direct sunlight raises your serotonin levels, and this contact with the sun while gardening can give your brain an extra boost of happiness so step on out and exercise that green thumb your brain will thank you well my beautiful people those are my top five news stories of the day real quick if you haven't yet seen and if you were a fan of the early 90s movies from Bill and Ted, they dropped a new trailer today for Bill and Ted Face the Music. Looks pretty good, and supposedly it's going to drop in August, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see if theaters are open by then. At least the drive-in theaters will be Also, if you're already on YouTube and you have like four hours of time and you have a graduate in your home, that commencement speech that was promised earlier from like literally everyone that could possibly give positive words, I mean like from Barack Obama and Michelle on down, right? That's called Dear Class of 2020. It's like I said, somewhere between three and four hours long. Tons of people giving you graduation advice so highly recommend if you have someone that's supposed to be going to a commencement ceremony or missed out on one this season they can take advantage of that anyways i hope you guys can take advantage of taco tuesday today and as always remember to stay focused proud and dedicated in all you do dodge the rest catch up with me i got you with the news